This is Good Morning NoCo with Brian Carey and Tanner Schwint on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Can I just start first by saying I love guests who bring us stuff? Go ahead. That's always been. Uh, <laughs> there's an easy way to my heart, and that's bring me things. Oh when yeah, you show baby. Up, yes, I used to love having guests all the time. Well, County Commissioner Perry Buck uh, is going to join us here in just about 30 minutes or so on behalf of United Way of Old County. Uh, so we'll be talking with uh, Perry about what's going on with United Way. But uh, she stopped by and uh, a little early, and she even stopped by Winchell's Donuts and got us some donuts, my man. They ought to be a sponsor here. Why and just trade. No, straight out I, advertising for donuts. Look, I've been bucking for that forever. Is uh, if I can get a donut sponsorship, a pizza deal. Yeah, you know, and if we can get a brewery, oh, you wouldn't even need a check, would you? Just I wouldn't. Uh, actually, yes, I oh, do, okay. Tanner. Okay. Uh, <laughs> part of my issues why I bleed internally. Yes, that's You're why bleeding internally you should seek medical attention. Yeah, I've been there, and that costs money. And it's a, <laughs> there's that whole circle. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we are talking. It's President's Day here today. Yes, it is. Our Happy Life Gardens poll question is, who is the greatest president of all time? You're going to the Abraham Lincoln. Can't argue that at all. Um, I'm going to the Ronald Reagan just because of how he united this country uh, in, in a lot of ways. Second highest approval rating of, of any president leaving office outside of uh, Bill Clinton, as we learned earlier this morning. Uh, but what's even more interesting now is where are we headed for our next president as the uh, the election cycle continues to ramp up, uh, as we're a year and a half away now from the uh, 2024 presidential uh, election and the Iowa 2020 the Iowa 2024 GOP caucus uh, they're getting re- they were getting ready to roll the Republicans who are throwing their names into the hat for president starting just one person was absent and it's got a lot of people talking and that is former president Donald Trump. He was not a part of this. Um, Nikki Haley has thrown uh, her hat into the ring as well. She's swinging through Iowa this week, fresh off of announcing a presidential campaign. Her fellow South Carolina uh, uh, Republican Senator Tim Scott will also be there as he decides his political future. And former Vice President Mike Pence was just in the state courting influential evangelical Christian activists. So this is where it all starts. It starts in these core little things with the caucus and in this GOP getting ready to roll. Little surprise that Donald Trump isn't there. I know he announced that he was going to run again, um, either resting on his laurels or his no, impending he had a tea time. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> Who wins, him or Tiger? Who needs to retire, him or Tiger? That needs to. It's an easy choice. <laughs> After a slow start, Republican presidential prospects are streaming into the lead uh, leadoff presidential caucus state, no, notably absent from the lineup, at least for now, is former President Donald Trump. Do you see a way in which these legal battles he's going to have to focus on and fight? Cause him to decide not to run, even though he announced? Or do you think it's a, no. it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to run? No, there's a stage he's going to find his way on it. That's that's the bottom line. I don't think anything stops him from that. This is what he lives for. I think even more than any, it, it's just getting in front of people and, yeah. and having them yell for him and let him soak that in. It's what he's all about. That's what he wants, and that's why he'll be a... Uh, I think he'll be out there actively. I also think he's one that if you tell him, look, eight of the candidates are going to this, he's going to ah, I'll pass. Yeah. 
You no, know? In, in, in and that, I'll do an encounter event somewhere else. That's really that's really a good point, Brian. It, it is. Um, few of the White House. This is from APNews.com. Few of the White House hopefuls face the lofty expectations in Iowa that Trump does. He finished a competitive second to devout social conservative Ted Cruz in 2016. So when he was first starting to run, when when there was like 19 uh, Republican candidates uh, up on the stage, I'll never forget watching that. Uh, and and uh, Ted Cruz actually carried Iowa in in 2016 but once Trump got you know won the nomina- nomination he went on to carry the state twice by healthy margins as the Republican presidential nominee in the 2016 and 2020 elections they got a quote here from Luke Martz who is a veteran Iowa Republican strategist it is genuinely impossible for this guy to try to manage these expectations they are enormous they are self-made. Uh, he said, I don't see how anyone who's saying I'm the guy can come in and even get a second place finish here in uh, in Iowa. Yet in the three months since he announced his bid for a comeback, Trump has not set foot in Iowa. The first place, his claim of party dominance will be tested early next year. So this is where we're all we're just going to start seeing these candidates start to continue to throw their their names in throughout. I just think it's a little bizarre that he he maybe is just resting on his popularity amongst some republicans still yeah i don't know it's hard for me to figure out not my circus not my clowns i don't really know i don't know what the oh, hell. one of the two is going to be our clown I know, you know? I, know. I mean unfortunately we're gonna to have to bring one of them on we're just in a no, tough I'm spot i'm fully here. aware of that yes i am the caucuses remain nearly a year off they remain the first event on the calendar and some iowa gop activists have taken notice of trump's absence this is just going to be regardless of how you feel about anybody in this race it's going to be one interesting thing to follow throughout uh, because of the just the situation that we're in. You know, when when is the last time that we had who is the president who served two non-consecutive terms uh, as as president? We just had this in our trivia. Yeah, that was um, um, Grover, Grover Cleveland. Cleveland. Yes, nailed it. Uh, we've seen this once ever. You know, we've only seen this once. And so for for him to try and make this happen a second time, this is really going to be crazy. Teddy Roosevelt tried. Oh, did he? Yeah. And he failed. Yes. Okay. I did not know that. More presidential history here on President's Day. You know, it's nice to live with somebody vintage for a few hours, isn't it? Vintage. (laughs) knowledgeable experienced other words that we're trying to say that don't say old yes i'm trying to i'm trying to not be called old here anymore and i'm not chiming in on nothing Uh, (laughs) those two things on top of everything else with some of these candidates that are going to be in the gop field if mike pence announces he runs if there's anybody who can knock donald trump down it's going to be vice president pence because he was there that day on January if he chooses, to, if if he were to choose to, yes, he could. That's the only way I think that you he he might be the only person. I don't think he'll win because you know the 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 forever Trumpers out there uh, will will not vote for Mike Pence, plain and simple. But can he sway enough people away from Trump to another person? I don't think Pence has a chance to win. I just don't think he's electable. Can he sway enough people away from Trump and say, no, here's what was going on that day? And can that have enough of uh, uh, of an effect on people where realistically it could damage his possibility of reelection? I can never say the words, I don't think they're electable again, because 
I've been shocked at what is. Oh, yeah. So there are just so many that I never dreamed would be electable. I wouldn't hire them to install cable, and they end up getting an office. So, uh, yeah, it is hard for me to put any limitations on what we will elect and put in somewhere. So we've only had two people announce, I believe they're running from the GOP side, Nikki Haley and uh, and, and Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Those are the only two right now. Now, watching the polling, it's been very interesting because as you, you, you saw uh, as, as Donald Trump faces these legal battles, the, the the hypocrite in him came out because in 2016 when they were going through the Hillary Clinton stuff and she she took the fifth uh, when she went on trial right he said well if you're not if you're not guilty then why aren't you talking this and that he gets on trial and repeated the same thing over 243 times uh, about that this is a god given right to every American citizen and this and that uh, to to remain silent so he took the fifth every single time I wonder if that's weighing in on people's mind on Republicans minds about that but the 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 gap between between the top two right now, as we're seeing, and there's a lot, like we said, there's a long way to go on this, but the top two between Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, that gap is closing. Ron DeSantis is closing in on Donald Trump in the preliminary polls. Can you trust the polls? That's a whole nother conversation to have. No, we've learned no. Right, because yeah. in, in 2016, you know, they, they proved they were way wrong when, when Donald Trump did shock the system. And then in 2020, they were right again. So very interesting to see how this all shakes up. But this is, this is, this is going to be another, like you just said, this is going to be another circus uh, that we're about to see in 2024. And as we, as I answered our, our Happy Life Gardens poll question about who the greatest president of all time is, why I said Ronald Reagan is because it wasn't a circus. It was, there was not any of this going on. There was calm demeanor. There was these sly little presidential jokes. There was this, this camaraderie as Americans that he, he helped instill into our country. And, and I just, I, I, I pray for the day. I, I, Pray for the day in our country where we can find that again. I don't know that we ever will because we have social media now. And that lets voices, whatever they want to say, whatever they want to counter, be able to get really loud and to either get real or imagined support behind them to make the voices even louder. I don't think we'll ever have a time when we have that type of feeling because we didn't know everything. Yeah. Because everything wasn't thrown out there and not everybody's voice was being heard. It's really hard to hear anything when everybody's yelling. And we have everybody yelling right now when before there were only a few voices that got amplification. Now everybody's voice is amplified. Some may feel that's a good thing. To me, there's a lot. Everybody has a voice. I don't need to hear them all. Right. Well, and that's where I'm at. And this is where we need, I mean... It, I, I don't think that this is controversial, but if you're not an educated voter, don't vote. If you don't know the ins and outs of these no, uh, of these people, these candidates, don't vote. And this is why we need educated people making these decisions. I look back at 2016, you know, and the number of people who voted for Kanye, the number of people who voted for a dead gorilla, you know, in, in, in the Cleveland uh, Harambe, right? I mean, those people should not vote or do something stupid like that, I guess. There's your alternative. I think they were just showing in their minds that there was nothing out there that made any sense. Okay, and I get that. But then be a part 
of deciding who the two ultimately will be, right? The, these caucuses, these things, as, as we're shaping up to see who are going to be the presidential nominees, have a say in that. Take part in it um, and be educated on it. Because if we start demanding more from the people who work for us, they work for us, we don't work for them, that's when things I think we can start to see a little bit of a change. But it, it, educate yourself as election season starts to ramp up again. And, and here's saying we'll throw out to the people on the other side uh, of that, and these are the officials and so forth. Tell the damn truth and don't hide around right. stuff. That's it. If you can look me in the eye, no BS, no agenda, no nothing. Just tell truth and accept truth. Like people are supposed to, right. we might get trust back. Quit paying but right now, nobody yeah. can believe anybody because everyone's twisted. Right? No, that's that's exactly right, and we have to demand that from people. Yeah. And as we go, this is going to become more and more vital uh, because we are staring down the possibility of running it back in what we saw in 2020, and that was one of the most embarrassing presidential uh, campaigns from both parties that I've ever seen in my life. We were a laughingstock. And it, it wasn't so much the campaigns. To me, yes, those were bad. It was not accepting afterwards. Yeah. Well, and we can't have that. The whole thing. I mean, from just start, the whole thing. The lessons, let's hope there were some lessons learned and not just examples of bad from the last one. That is, you just said a mouthful right there. You really did. That That is so spot on. I agree 100% because we go back and look at it. We had, you know, we had Donald Trump stalking Joe Biden on the stage, right? And, and for any jump, and it turned into a screaming match. It turned into a reality TV show where Joe Biden's cussing and calling him names. And right, and we've got Trump over there that's just doing his thing, and and you you see this, and you're like, yeah, I can see why people are laughing at us. We as a country have to be better than that. Eight twenty the time. It's Good Morning Noco on North Dakota's Voice, one zero three one and thirteen ten KFK. Hard for me to talk when the tall blonde one from Noonan, Georgia is singing. Little Alan Jackson for you, 823. Welcome back into Good Morning NOCO on the Aloe Fiber Studios. I'm Brian Gary with Tanner Schwint, producer Angel Padilla, all brought to you by Air Solutions of Greeley. Thanks for tuning in today. What a wild weekend uh, over at my place. Yeah. Uh, things things got a little electric. That's uh, not normally the case on weekends for you. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, my wife, uh, she's always gone on Friday night, so it's just me, me alone, batching it big time, sitting up till at least eight thirty with the dogs, watching <laughs> some murder show. So I'm sitting there watching about some neighborhood killers or something, and mm-hmm. you know, watching TV with the dogs. And Friday night, uh, probably about eight thirty nine o'clock. All of a sudden, it is bright as noon in my living room, and the floodlights, everything. I got sirens going. All of a sudden, I see a police car pull up across the street, and here comes a fire truck right down, parks right in front of my house. Oh, boy. Right there. All the lights are shining. I'm going, crap. And then there comes an ambulance. Oh, boy. And I'm thinking, crap. Am I okay? <laughs> I'm, right, which would right be your first reaction. Right at my house, and I'm, yeah. I felt my heart because I'd seen this stuff before. It usually didn't end up good. I'm usually ushered out somewhere, and I'm like, crap, I'm dying. 
And uh, then I see him get out, and I'm actually nervous as I'm I'm thinking, God, they're coming to the house to get me, and I, how do they know, you know? And then they go next door, and I'm like, Whew. oh my god! And then man. it's immediately, what's wrong with my neighbor? <laughs> you know? So then that starts speaking out, and I sit there and I watch and watch, and I see him take the stretcher down, have a little conversation, then put it back in right away. That's good. And uh, then they took off, and there was just some visiting, and then everyone disappears, gone for the night, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a little bit crazy for my Friday. I, really? thought, I thought I had somehow triggered 911. Saturday comes around. Saturday evening, sitting in the house, still waiting for my wife to get home from she had the long shift on Saturday, too. All of a sudden, bright lights coming down my damn street. Here come three cop cars. Here comes a fire truck. Here comes that ambulance again, all parking right in front of my house. And I'm going, well, crap, here I go again. I'm dying again. I am going to die again. And I didn't even call. And right then my phone goes off. It's my wife. The poor thing, knowing she's over in Longmont working. Right. The ring thing goes off, and she sees an ambulance and all these pulled in front of her house where her husband, who has a history of nearly dying when she's gone... I've had to have the ambulance come a couple times when she hasn't been home. And she looks out and sees this and thinks, oh, my God, he's dead. And they see her take, you know, the thing out of the stretcher out of the back of the vehicle. And she sees it goes to the neighbors again. And she's like, oh, thank goodness. But what's wrong with the neighbor? And here it was. uh, The neighbor comes out and uh, they took him, him away, who... I had just seen three nights earlier, he was my waiter at a restaurant that I didn't know he worked at. In the ambulance or in the cop car? In the ambulance, yeah. No, and and took him off. He climbed into the back of the ambulance, and they drove him off. So, I mean, it was a little bit crazy at my house this weekend, and I'm just happy to report that uh, I believe my neighbor's fine, and it wasn't me. Good. I'm I am, okay. I am glad to hear that and you Kyla, survived. I am sorry you had to go through all of that. Yeah, that is that is stressful. I am glad you survived. You have nine one one. No idea how scared make. I was that it was me. <laughs> Eight twenty seven. <laughs> it's good morning. No go on North Dakota's voice. One zero three one and thirteen ten KFK. Rushing to an end here, which with each passing day means we're closer to tax day. And we've got your solution for to for who can handle your taxes, and that's Ty Allen and his family at HR Block of Greeley, HR Block of Greeley, HRBlock.com. They do returns for individuals, farm and ranch, self-employed, corporate or estate returns, also welcomed. Get the HR Block Maximum Refund Guarantee. This ensures you'll get the best refund possible, or your tax prep is free. HR Block of Greeley, HRBlock.com, 970-330-1500. the time, Perry Buck, Wild County. Commissioner joins us next on behalf of United Way of Weld County. But first, bottom of the hour, News and Weather Center. Eight thirty-five, the time live from the Aloe Fiber Studios. I am Tanner Schwent, my co-host Brian Gary, Angel Hi. Padilla doing the production. 
Joining us now in the Aloe Fiber Studios is Perry Buck, Weld County Commissioner. Perry, thank you for joining us, and thank you, thank you for the donuts. <laughs> you're more than welcome. I tell you, listening to you two on the radio, I just couldn't wait to get down here because you're having way too much fun. <laughs> you know, you should have fun at what you do. And, and and being on the radio is a blessing. I mean, it's it's not everybody gets this opportunity. And and for a living, we get to come in here and talk to each other about stuff we like to talk about anyway. You know, so it's just it's a, it's a, it's a blessing to get to do this each day. And now, how much better would you have been at presidential trivia than than Angel and I were, Perry? Um, not much better. Not much better. I, I to be honest with you, I mean, I, I have my favorite, um, like you all, um, but. Boy, those questions were tough. They really are. And and as I kept getting down there through the list, and I was actually trying to pick ones that I thought maybe somebody might know, <laughs> you know, but uh, what I realize is I don't know that much, and no. I should about, you know, past American history. I know the recent ones, yeah. but when you That's start good. getting into the hear Rutherford B. Hayes and these kind of people and what right. they actually did right. and what the political climate was at the time and all those things, I was talking, Perry, about when, when I was a kid, we always got the presidential ruler. I was thinking I want one just like that. Now, now you know what I'm talking about. Yes. These young people don't have a clue and I'm not I'm just saying you're more no, I am in my old, ballpark. Well, I am the oldest commissioner I want you to know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So All right, Perry. Wisdom. But, yes, age. experience. But yeah. you had that ruler too with the picture. It had a little circular picture of every president yep. and then you got the new one. <laughs> you know, when exactly. you got a new president, you had to add that in. See? There was something to it. And, Angel, there were more than 12 because they weren't just an inch for president. <laughs> That's where my mind would have went, to. My mind would have went that same place. But, uh, no, it, 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 I thought I would have. I thought I was okay with presidential knowledge. But some of those minute details. Now, if you would have asked who got stuck in a tub, it was Taft because he was large, largely obese. But that's well, one of the fun ones I remember. Well, we've gotten to the point now where where – Whoever is running the country, you can ask some presidential trivia questions, and they're going to go, oh, I don't remember. Was it me? Was it, yeah. yeah, it is. <laughs> no, Joe, not quite. Uh, but, Perry, you are here on behalf of the United Way of Weld County, um, and, and I know your passion for United Way runs really deep. And, and, and in fact, um, we used to do the United Way uh, 13 10 where we would do 12 hours straight of, of raising money for United Way. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we, we like to start challenges here because I'm an instigator. And, and I text all the commissioners and said, hey, come on now. We got to we got to let's let's get a little bit of a challenge going on. And we're going and we're going. And then Perry just comes in and goes, here's what I'm doing. And it was like double or triple what the other commissioners <laughs> had done. And I'm like, OK, you're going to win. I even text them like you guys got to respond. And they're like, no, I get Perry wins this year. So I know your passion. I mean, you put your money where your mouth is, too. So I know your passion for United Way of Weld County is is, is huge. Uh, why is it? Why, what is it about United Way that gets you so excited and want to be a part of? Well, to be honest with you, it was over 30 years ago now. Um, I was thinking I um, was in Scottsdale, Arizona, and you know the the I just told myself you need to get something, do more, be be a part of something bigger than yourself, and so I became a big big brother, big sister. Mm. And she was seven years old. Her mother passed away when she was seven months old. But again, it's one of those opportunities. You always get more out of volunteering than you ever give. Um, and so for this little girl and I, we were together for 13 years. 
And wow. through ups and downs in her life, um, I was just honored to be a part of her life and be a part of those ups and downs. And uh, we were hip to hip. Um, every weekend, we would uh, spend hours together, whether it was fishing, going to the library. But the, t- the joy of laughing with her uh, was, was everything to me. And so that – and then I got to be uh, – it was a lone executive. I probably had, I think, 135 attorneys that I had to pull money out of. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where they would say, how much does it take me to get you out of my office? (laughs) (laughs) When you do believe in something and you do know the difference that it makes in people's lives, you you want them to feel that. And uh, with attorneys, they don't want the emotions. They just want the facts. And the facts of what United Way does for a community speaks volumes more than any piece of legislation, more than any piece of government is when that community comes together and 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 protects, defends, um, and and does good in a community. That's when you know you have a, a quality community. And United Way is is that organization. You know, you talked about uh, getting to get this relationship that that volunteering gives. Yeah. It, it returns more than what you're giving. Yes. You know, and it is amazing when you can actually put a face or, or something to tangibly see what a difference that yes. what you're doing gets to make. You know, I just know in my own life, uh, probably the greatest relationships or experiences that I've gotten were uh, being on the board of directors now with High Plains Honor Flight and getting to be a part of these veterans' life when you're their guardian and you take Mm -hmm. them to see these monuments and then getting to feel the reaction from them, but then they become part of your lives. Exactly. And, and, you know, still, you know, you get that monthly phone call that it's like, oh, my goodness, just through volunteering and being a part of something, I have gained eight family members. Exactly right. You know, and you care deeply about everything that they go on in your life, and it's just the honor of being let into that and what volunteering can do and fulfill. So many people walk around, and they're just missing something. You know, you talked about being in Arizona, and you just felt there's something more. You know, I mean, you can do all the praying for direction or whatever, but there's, you know, sometimes we miss out on that. One piece can be fulfilled by giving back to the community. United Way gives so many great opportunities for that. You know, one of the uh, things that I've been most impressed with that United Way implemented, we were talking about the 20th anniversary of 211. Oh, yes. And, I mean, with your, uh, as long as you've been in this uh, with me as well, Perry, Aren't you just thrilled at how that has grown? And we still need to get the awareness out there for people that it exists. Exactly. Oh, 211 was, uh, and, you know, uh, being in the legislature for eight years, sometimes you feel like you're missing opportunities in the community. But I remember coming home and getting to be a part of uh, the 211 where I was a navigator. And again, those people that you walk through all the different services uh, that are in that big gymnasium, um, you you can't help but get attached to them. And and you're you're going through every service as fast as you can because you're wanting to meet all those needs that they are there for that day, right? And mm-hmm. and it's 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 just an honor to. To, to be with all of them, each of them, a um, the, uh, single mother and three kids and the way that she uh, had those kids just in line and in, in, in tow with her and, and they were there to help her, support her. It was uh, it's just a remarkable feeling. But you don't get that being in an office. You have to really be on that floor and be a part of it. And uh, again, you get so much more out of it than you'll ever 
give. Well, and I think it's what, what, what I'm really proud of, you know, being being a Weld County native and, and growing up here is is that it's, you know, we talk about United Way of Weld County, but the, 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 the commissioners are huge supporters. I mean, yourself, uh, I believe Mike Freeman was on the board uh, as well, of the United Way of Weld County. I know uh, I know Scott James, uh, Commissioner James, is uh, big involved in United Way as well. 211 actually has some funding from the, the Weld County uh, government uh, uh, budget. Is that correct? I, I do believe we put uh, monies to it, but most of it all is our human services department. Right. So they're all there all day long. Um, it's more than – it's six-hour job. I mean, they are right. there in the morning setting up and – um, yeah, so and that's just again uh, just a, a privilege to be working with uh, Jamie Ulrich, uh, Tammy Grant, and all that they do for the the community. You know, starting as a new commissioner, human services was one of my first division, and I like to just dive in and i love these ride-alongs that i was able to to do with them and it's watching a kinship uh together with a a very distressed uh 34 year old cerebral palsy woman and um, that adult kinship that they did or it was a uh, fostering mother that uh took on a challenged child but was but pursued and went on to adopt that child and so it's again it's being a in in the trenches with other fellows that you know make a difference in in Well County. It's it's just remarkable. It's exciting to me to have watched just you know through my like 35 years of being in the community and and working with it seeing how wide the scope of oh. what United Way can help with. Uh, when we were doing our, our uh, telethon, mm-hmm. uh, when we were doing our, our with the nonprofits mm-hmm. this year, for well, one, one day getting to feature all of these different ones, just the scope of help yes. that is out there, that umbrella is covering so many more people. That has to be exciting to have uh, been witness to that over the years, Perry. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, Margie Martinez has been doing it for years, and she's just got such a good... Uh, feeling on the pulse of the needs and so we included uh, repairing bikes uh, this year and you know we're, we're, we we have meetings and we discuss what we could do possibly that's better and then immediately following we de- debrief and we just add ideas again to what we can do to just sharpen that spear to be more of a uh, um, uh, a service to the people of Well County. Well, our needs are changing yes. continuous as our as our population grows, as it changes, mm-hmm. as our economy changes, as the things that we've had to face. Our needs as a community have changed greatly for those in need. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's it's just been an honor and and to be the chair. What, right. What Let's a, talk about that as we we talk with well, County sorry, Commissioner I get Perry a mouthy sometimes, <laughs> Tanner. Really? Yeah. You do? I do. Uh, maybe one day I'll notice. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's I love great. the show when I turn away from you and can just talk. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you are uh, you are the chair uh, for the uh, for Weld Project Connect here in 2023. Tell us a little bit about that, Perry. Well, again, to um, be a part of it as a navigator, and, and I think this last year I, I wore the red shirt and uh, got tired of standing around, so I got the yellow shirt back on. The yeah. navigator shirt. <laughs> I like that. I just, uh, again, love uh, helping people through the the different networks. And, you know, you have your eye exams, your ear exams, your teeth. Uh, you got legal assistance. You got a food bank. You got plethora of books for children, vet services, mental health, grief counseling. It's just uh, uh, an amazing uh, 
place to go of and you and like you were saying, Brian, it's trying to get people there, though. Yeah. You know, um, as far as like you were saying in that mental health, they've got to realize they need that mental health. Right. right? Oh, absolutely. And, no. and then have a simple way to uh, get connected with with somebody who can help during that mental health crisis. And that's why well, the more, 211, I think, is, is a fantastic program. No, it is because the more hoops people have to jump through, the quicker they're going to stop jumping. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you just have that one main one that is that hub that people can go to and then directly be sent to where you need to go, that is such an asset because we need accessibility. We need the ease of it more than ever because there are a lot of us who get confused when it comes to having to dig deeper to look for help. And many of us who, when you finally get to that point that you ask for help, if it's immediately got another wall or another turn in it, you can give up pretty easy. Right. You know, it's got to be an easily navigated path to get there. And I love that that is what seems to be a mission with the United Way that I've noticed over the last few years is trying to be more clearly accessible. Absolutely. Very accessible. And again, you know, I'm I'm big with fiscal dollars and know that when you give to United Way, you're it's it's to me the number one in accountability and efficiency of that dollar it, to d- the direct services of the people. Yeah. Uh, there's not the admin. It's very bare minimum, but it really gets to the people. And, and that's what I love about United Way. Well, that's such a huge thing because I know that there are uh, we've seen in the past, unfortunately, charities who, you know, there's only 43 cents or, or so, uh, you know, whatever amount of the dollar that actually goes to helping the people. That's not what United Way of Weld County is all about. Commissioner, thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, anything else that we need to uh, touch upon uh, when it comes to United Way or the county? Well, um, I think we've done some great things. We just finished our five-year strategic plan. Uh, We've wrapped up the 2023 budget. We've got a beautiful roundabout. I'm not sure how you feel about roundabout. Don't talk to Commissioner Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's he's coming in tomorrow. uh, He's still confused about many things. (laughs) You know, seriously. His his VCR clock is still flashing 12. All right, I'm just telling you. I think you mean... Janine took care of that. I, I would hope Did that. She I think Janine. Okay. I think I feel like I feel like Janine would be on top of that. I think uh, she's got I'm that sorry, handle. Mike, but I know you, and I know it's true. Right? <laughs> no, there, there are there have been roundabouts galore going in in Weld County in the the, the last uh, year or so with that. Yeah, so it's 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 it, the study show, right? Right. It slows down traffic and uh, less less uh, accidents. You just got to get used to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know things are different, and a lot of right. us are very stuck in, you know, this is different. Why is this any good? Just learn your way through it and just let right. it be a part of your life. It'll it, it'll take a little time, but you'll get there. Can we do a field trip after the sh- uh, show? <laughs> I want to just ride with you through a roundabout. I, just... I, I went over a couple of curbs. <laughs> the one on 35th. Yeah. <laughs> Attaboy. It's just on the way out. Attaboy. Woo, that one was surprising. <laughs> My wife was just looking, are you drunk? And I said, oh, but we're going now. We're, <laughs> all right. <laughs> 
goddamn roundabout has made me need a beer. Yeah. <laughs> but most of all, I want to thank you, too, for having your pulse on the community and, and reporting the important issues that are going on and uh, people keeping people uh, informed. I, and at 6 o'clock, I want to listen to the Stampede. Uh, yeah, uh, the announcement of the, the concert. Yeah, the We're concert. looking forward to being a part of all that and just being a part of this great community. Exactly. Great yeah. community. I, I just... Uh, if anything, there's I, being a third generation. I just love Well County. It took this whole community to raise me. It was a tough job, but <laughs> do no you want to question. start doing the thank yous now? We got a couple yeah. hours. There. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, number one would be my parents. But, but you know, I, the, my goal here is is just to make Well County proud and hope they know that I'm accessible twenty four seven. So again, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate your opportunity, the opportunity to join you this morning. I hope you enjoy the donuts. Oh. Oh, we, we, we already had and a couple thanks of them. Uh, for all you've uh, done and continue to do yeah. for us, Barry. Commissioner Buck, thank you so much for your time. 8.52 the time. It's Good Morning NOCA. We'll be back on the other side on Northern Dakota's Voice, 1031-1310 KFK. the J9 Agency's text line for what I think might be in contention for text of the week. How about instead of deals on furniture and smart TVs this President's Day, let's offer some deals on milk, eggs, and gas. Let's yeah, go, Brandon. Yeah. All right, Holyoke. That's a, that's that's a great take. That is a great. I, I think so. We've got the Egglands Best President sale going on now. That's right. You can get a baker's dozen eggs for just $9. <sighs> How much do eggs cost nowadays? I think they were, uh, the last we paid was, I want to say it was nine bucks for 18. Oh, God. As you can tell, my fiance does the grocery shopping. Yeah, I think they, I think ours figured out to about 50 cents an egg. Okay, I've got a follow-up question to that. We we talked a little bit about this a couple weeks ago, about the the, uh, plastic bags. Uh, I grocery stores. hate this so bad. Uh, Set another great example of my hatred. What do you got? Um, I was at a, uh, I was at, uh, well, I'll just give them a shout out, Heritage Market out in Eaton. Um, they've just bagged everything for us. There was no no plastic bag banned. Are they doing something illegal now? Maybe, but you might not have wanted to call them out. I, I was uh, saying thank you. No, and I get that, and that's the way it should be. Now, I went to King Super's. At the Westlake Center, where we open up our trunk and we keep a bunch of bags in there now so we don't have to pay for bags. Instead, just put it in here. Instead, we got home then, opened the trunk. Everything was just laying in there (laughs) beside the bags. Never even used them. Just threw everything individually into the trunk. And then we gather it when we get home and go, whoa, we are really moving forward. (laughs) Uh, This is so good for everybody. Give me my damn bag and just hush. It's so stupid. It man. is really, really dumb. It is so stupid. But hey, as uh, as Perry mentioned, I think it's worth noting here too. Uh, Brian, tonight six o'clock, we'll be uh, yeah. uh, live from the dugout uh, where we will be doing uh, the announcement of the Greeley Stampede lineup. Uh, we've got our golden envelopes ready to roll. Uh, so we hope that you come out and join us tonight. Yeah, we'd love to have you in person. We'll be there just uh, starting around five o'clock, right around there, sitting down, having a couple, uh, waiting to make the official announcement at six o'clock live on social media and uh and then that that will be it and then we'll wait for it to be available everywhere else but we'll have it first for you six o'clock tonight be sure to check out our social media pages or show up tonight 
at the dugout. Yeah. Now, coming up next hour, Cody Wilson is going to be coming in. Find out what is going to be up with this midweek weather change once again. Also, I want to share an embarrassing texting moment with you. And uh, if we have time, I, I want to go off on the way we tip. I've had some... I had an epiphany on it over the weekend. It was just an ticked me off. Adventurous weekend for Brian Gary. To, so many to, things. To say the least. So many things coming up in hour number four. It's Good Morning NoCo presented by Air Solutions on North Dakota's Voice 1031 at 1310 KFK.